Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. There you are, traveler. Come inside, hang up your coat, put your feet by the fire, and I shall bring you what you so desperately seek. Rude tales of magic. Welcome back to Rude Tales of Magic. Now that Bellow has turned the anti-magic pig spilled milk into grilled bacon, magic has returned to the Sasquatch sanctuary of the woods beyond the woods. But the return of that magic allowed Miracle Michael to send a pre-recorded message to all of the Sasquatches, inviting them to come join him in the next life. Those Sasquatches all amble pleasantly in the direction of the amphitheater now. Albie, Stirfry, Bellow. As the Sasquatches dissipate, they reveal the significantly shorter and now undisguised Virginia. Her back is turned to you. Albie looks at Sir Fry. She nods, she grabs him, and she flings him towards Virginia. Mid-air, Stirfry whips out his butcher's knife and places it right in front of his face, heading straight towards Virginia. Yeah, you go sailing towards Virginia. Uh, where on Virginia are you aiming? I am, I am, uh, we are facing her back right now, so I am, uh... Sixty-eight years, five months, and eleven days ago, Virginia Kurosawa was born to three loving parents in a small farming community exactly three miles north of Lake Somebody. The labor was long and difficult, but she was eventually born at the crack of midnight 30. The delivering doctor described her in the record book as Baby Virginia, born to Ananias and Eleanor with special guest Carolina, slightly underweight, did not cry when spanked, kind eyes. At the age of eight, she came down with an almost fatal case of sugar poisoning after eating a slice of birthday cake intended for one of her family's horses. This disease left her isolated and stuck inside while the other kids played outside and taught each other how to wrestle. It was then that she discovered a lifelong love of reading. She read everything she could get her hands on, starting with a book about a girl named Charlotte who told one lie after another until she was caught in a web of deceit. From there, she moved on to her father's collection of Peter Purity private eye novels, and in the span of one summer, consumed all 13 of them, including the final unfinished mystery, Peter Purity and the Case of the Virtuous Banker. When Virginia was 10, tragedy struck her town when the Lake Somebody witch awoke from her century of slumber and began eating every child in the area who stayed up past their bedtime. In all, 19 children were consumed but it was Virginia who was able to detect the pattern of the killings and put a stop to those killings by learning the witch's true name, we had a baby, it's a boy, and saying it into the lake, killing the witch once and for all. Unfortunately, Virginia's little sister Susanna was the witch's final victim. 
a fact that haunted Virginia and spurred her on to study at the Plymouth at the record-breakingly young age of 14. She graduated two years ahead of schedule, initially seventh in her class, but then first after a cheating scandal was revealed. She apprenticed under the first halfling witch hunter, Marlo Homunner, and spoke years later at his funeral. Her speech was brief but moving. She spent the next several decades rising up the ladder, one rung at a time, eventually receiving the distinction of becoming the only witch hunter to ever receive no civilian complaints. In her 50th year, Virginia was assigned a partner named Thelma Schoolhouse, a hot-headed woman almost 30 years her junior. After a rocky start, the two learned to respect each other and work together, and their complementary natures caught the attention of upper management, who assigned them to deal with a possessed boy named Joshua. Uh, you're facing her back now, so I am uh, going straight for her, her neck. The back of her neck. Okay, great. And Okay, for 12 damage, yeah. You fly into the back of her neck, and you hit the back of her neck with a butcher's knife, and it pierces the back of her neck. She falls forward with an Oh, no! Abby rushes towards Virginia with her rapier fully extended, piercing her shoulder. God, you get her right in the back of the shoulder. Uh, she looks up and she goes, wait, no, 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 no. There's, there's a big problem with your friend. The, uh, the bones be up in the bed. You gotta, you gotta listen to me. And she's, but already the, the blood, uh, there's a butcher's knife in the back of her neck uh, from stir fry. And there's blood. She's just, blood is starting to come out of her mouth. She she, she looks up at you, uh, and her hand is trembling. Uh, she opens her jacket, and she has a large uh, leather-bound book, which is tied to her belt. Uh, there's a, a, a metal clasping device on it, uh, and she, she points to it, and her, her hand is shaking. She's going, you need, to, you need the book. You need the book. I can't kill her. If you kill me now, please. Albie looks at Stir Fry. She starts to waver. Uh, 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 Stir Fry does not make eye contact with Albie, and he, with his knife still in his hand, goes straight for, goes straight for Virginia. Okay, yeah, make an attack roll. Ooh, that's a 26. Stir Fry does not make eye contact with Albie. Instead, knife still in the hand, he goes for the left side of her neck. Stir Fry, wait! Stir Fry does not wait. Uh, great, yeah, you get, uh, 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 you, you get her on the, the left side of the neck and you just carve into there and blood just starts, you hit an artery and blood is just spewing out and it's flying and it's covering you and you were just, you were drenched in blood. You're still wet from Joshi's blood and it's intermingling now with Virginia's blood on your face and the blood is just dripping off of your beak and it's, blood is just dripping down over your eyes. <laughs> Don't fuck with us! Don't fuck with us! <laughs> Whoa! Rats start following. Rats start running up Stir Fry's body and start jumping onto the open wounds, drinking the blood that's spurting out of her broken neck. Yeah, the rats are doing it. They're jumping off of you. They're just leaping off of you. There's like a line of rats. They're just diving board off of your beak uh, onto her, and they're they're lapping up the blood. One of the rats looks around like, should we be doing this? And then another rat like shushes him, uh, and they keep they just they're drinking the blood of Virginia. She looks around. The life is leaving her eyes. She looks around in panic, and she she can't speak anymore. Her vocal cords have been severed, and she's just gesturing to the book and gesturing and gesturing. And her, Albie her, takes the book. Her gestures become weaker and weaker, and you, she releases. She's holding the book. She's her hands are trembling as she hands the book to you and she dies <laughs> yeah good job good job friends we did it <laughs> yes 
doesn't feel right. Why wasn't she fighting back? Because she knew she was beat. She knew she was beat, and she wanted to give up because she knew she was wrong. Stir-fry, why was she... No, this doesn't feel right. Stir, why... Why was she giving Albie a book? Cordelia is running against the tide of the Sasquatches that are moving towards the big hollowed-out amphitheater tree, and she's approaching the group. Wait, wait! Did you see Virginia? Yeah, we fucking got her, Cordelia. You are safe forever. You got her? You tied her up? (laughs) No, she did, baby! She did! We got her! Not a problem ever again! We are free of this fucker! Come on! Celebrate! Fuck! Where should Bones be? Uh, she said he was... He's, she said something about him. He's up He's up in the tree. You see uh, climbing down very carefully from uh, like a, a rope uh, ladder, uh, a wizard robes flap in the breeze, revealing two bare green butt cheeks shining in the moonlight. I'm coming. Cordelia raises her crossbow. He doesn't see you. Cord, what are you doing? What's... What is? What are you doing? Why are you? I'm not sure. Okay, but hold on, everybody. I have, I have important news. There's a, there's some big problems happening. Just stay right there. Something isn't right. Bello, Bello is going to, um. Bello gets down on his knees, mm-hmm. and as a last-ditch effort, he grabs Virginia's neck, and he's going to cast Cure Wounds. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Cast it. Cast it. Ten HP. 10 HP? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, so you cast Cure Wounds, and as you, you touch her neck, the the uh, the skin, it, it, it heals over, and the arterial blood that's spraying. You have to you have to comb through rats. You're pulling yeah. rats off yeah. of her body. They're already covering her. Ugh. You're just pulling Ugh. rats, and you're throwing them, uh, and you're, you're touching neck, and you're healing about eight, 10 HP, but she was... That was bad. I mean, she, her, her fucking... Her, both sides of her neck, both arteries on that had just been severed. Um, so she is... She's struggling, and like, the life begins to return to her eyes just a little bit, and, and she looks at you. She goes, Bellow's going to try and keep this going, and he's going to cast Healing Word. Okay. He's using all the, he's using everything in his toolkit. And he's going to say, Live. Five? 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 All right, so you're trying, you're, you've cast, uh, uh, you, you, you've tried to heal the wounds on the neck, you've tried to cast uh, this healing word on her, you say live to her, uh, and you see as like she has a distant look in her eyes and it becomes more, uh, it, it becomes more focused and she becomes closer to you and she looks at you and she comprehends, she shakes her head, uh, she's being eaten alive by rats though as you do this, so you are bringing her back just so she can experience dying a second time as these rats just eat into her, they eat back into her neck, uh, yeah, she's, she's covered in rats, they swarm over her, uh, and Bella she looks out uh, at you, and the life fades again from her eyes as rats crawl over her face. Stir fry, call them off! Call them off, stir fry! <laughs> I mean, do it! He does it. The rats disperse. Bello's going to use his most powerful healing spell. He's going to use the Balm of Summer Court. He's tapping into druid fey magic. This isn't what it's meant for. This isn't what the spell is supposed to do, but he's trying to not just heal her, he's trying to bring life back to her. Uh, and it because this is not what the spell is intended for, Bello. Um, you do heal a dead body. You heal the corpse. Uh, it's almost like you're dressing a corpse up, like you're a mortician. Uh, you fix her up, and she. A lot of her face had been eaten away by rats already. There were a ton of them swarming over her, and that begins to heal, but the life does not return to her. She's completely dead on the ground. Albie is still clutching the book, and she's shaking. Cordelia, with her crossbow on De Bonesby, says. Stir fry. Yes. Do you have daggers? Yes. 
Get Virginia's eyes. Jeffrey, go straight for the eyes. Whoa! Wait, what are what are we doing? I just don't know if I want to send her to hell yet, so I'm bringing her eyes with us so I can make that decision later. That's a good idea. That's very practical. Stir Fry takes his knife and goes into no, the left stop, eye. stop, stop. We we've done so... This is horrible what we've done to her. Just let her rest. No, this is what she wants to go to hell. I just haven't decided if I'm honoring that wish yet. Grab her eyes. Stir Fry, whose knife was paused as Albie st- asked him to stop... Uh, looks at Cordelia and goes straight in. He starts with the left eye, popping it out. He then goes for the right, popping it out. God damn, Stir Fry. Cordelia, uh, Bello can't, like, watch this. This is pretty gross. Cordelia, where are all the Sasquatches going? They're going to the hollowed-out tree amphitheater. And honestly, we should go there, too. Um, I think it's... I actually think it's important that we go. Before we go anywhere, I I need to understand what just happened. What is this book? Why are you pointing your crossbow at the bones be? I don't understand. I thought this was simple. I thought we were supposed to. She was hunting us. I thought we were doing the right thing. Is she alone? Are there other witch hunters? There was just a cart abandoned, and Joshy was in there, and... And Joshy's not a problem anymore. <laughs> Joshy's not a problem. We, we... I'm a little confused why we're all so, like, freaked out. We have solved a huge problem. We are not being chased by this fucker anymore. This doesn't feel the same, Stirfry. This doesn't feel like the other times. Virginia Joshy, was purity. Joshy said... That was purity? Or purity was Virginia. Oh. <laughs> it was an illusion. I knew. Alby, fuck yes. Yes, we got it. We knew that fucker was fucked and we got that fucker dead as fuck. Yes, but still, something doesn't make any sense. I did hate her, but something doesn't make sense. Alby, be careful. That book could be a trap. Cordelia, why are you pointing gun at me? The void. What? Hold you... on, I'm coming over. And Frederick uh, finally uh, gets down on the ground and starts running over. It's, it's Steph Fry. I've got some bad news for you, buddy. That's close enough. No, it's me. It's Freddy. And I, I know. I, I Look, I've got eyelids. Blink, blink, blink. She shoots at his foot. Yeah, the the bolt it just it completely misfires. Uh, De Bonesby, it just the this crossbow bolt just pierces your foot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had sex before marriage. I knew I'd be funny. Well, um, that was a warning shot. Cord. <laughs> what is happening? Whoa, 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 whoa! Stirfry steps in between De Bonesby and Cord. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm down. Calm down. I talked to Virginia. She said that the void that was in me. That's into Bonesby now, came from hell, and it might be really bad. Oh, yes, that's what I came to talk about, too. Bad news. Stairfry, it's uh, gonna erase you from history. Okay, I what? shouldn't have shot you in you, the foot. What? You're, it's, you don't mind that I had sex? No, sex is great. Okay, good. Cordelia, you talked to Virginia? Just now. Fuck! Hey, is that... That's Virginia. Oh, my God. Freddy, I fucked her fucking shit up. Hell yes, my dude. Look at her eyes. That's fine, my brother, man. Oh, of course. Oh, you have changed since you've mm, tasted carnal pleasure. Okay, we don't have time for this. We have to get to the amphitheater. Okay, I mean, I think it's pretty important, but whatever you want to do is about me. And it said you didn't have ambition. We have to get out of here. If there's other people coming after us, we need to get to another plane of existence, and we can go to hell from there. I think we should just go. Rock and roll. Cordelia starts walking. 
Yeah, uh, Cordelia, there's like, there's a stream, a few stragglers, a few smaller Sasquatches are still coming out of their tents, and they're heading uh, back behind you, back towards this amphitheater, and you just sort of join the line of Sasquatches. And she sort of looks back and does that, like, come along hand gesture, like, let's go. Stripe moves right next to Bonesby and tries to give him a little support. Uh, he is injured in the foot and still wants to help him help him along. Thank you, good man, good also, man. Albie's got a book for you, Albie's got a book for you. Okay. Bello grabs Albie's gloved hand. Albie is clutching the book with her other hand, and she's just shaking her head, walking walking in a daze. Are you okay? I still don't, I don't understand what happened at all. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. I don't know what any of us are supposed to do right now. Okay. Is... Is Stirfrey okay? He's not okay with me! <laughs> he is not okay with me right now! Freddy, I have solved every problem. Freddy, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of us. We've done such good today. Oh, oh. Well, I have... As I've said, I have bad, bad news for you. Oh, wait, what's this? I raced? Yes, the bad man inside me want to erase you from all history. Cordelia turns in the direction of the rest of the Sasquatch's movement, and she starts moving to try to catch up with them, loping quickly and calling to her friends to join her. Stirfry, with two people's blood covering his downy feathers, moves to the Bonesby to try to be a support for his wounded foot. He then tries to urge the Bonesby quickly to follow Cordelia's lead. Yes, yes, thank you. Good man. Uh, De Bonesby, as Stirfry approaches you, make a wisdom saving throw. I failed. That was a pure-ass one. Okay, uh, at that, you uh, you absolutely lose control of your hand, which begins shaking and shaking. And uh, it, it feels, it's as if you've been sitting on your hand for hours. Uh, it's just that pins and needles feeling as the hand begins reaching forward at stir-fry. And it's just the fingers are, are flexing, and they're getting closer and closer to stir-fry. Stir-fry, no, no, don't touch me! Don't touch me! Stir-fry, arms open for a hug. A uh, 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 sort of uh, jumps back. What? No, come on, it's fine. We're cool now. We're brothers! Stir-fry, no, bad magic man inside Baldi. want to kill you! Hurry up, let's go! Cordelia's calling back. Stir-fry looks at the bones being sort of arches his eyes. He can't, doesn't have time for this. He follows Cordelia. <laughs> no, you don't. Down, down, you nasty little bird. Bitch in my blood. <laughs> pushes it down. <laughs> Bello grabs Albie's gloved hand. Hey, are you okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, let's let's go. Why was Surfry already covered in blood? Um, no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you later. Uh, we gotta follow Cordelia. I don't know about this. I don't either. And as you guys are running uh, to try to catch up with the, the last stragglers of the Sasquatch, uh, there is this, the, there's just like a river of Sasquatches all moving towards this uh, amphitheater. They move at that just sort of galumping uh, uh, Sasquatch pace, uh, and they all take long strides, so they, uh, they're, they're quite a bit ahead of you. But as you run to, to catch up with them, you finally make it to this hollowed-out, uh, this dead tree amphitheater, this wolf trap-sized amphitheater. Oh, good. Okay, we made it. Before dawn. All right, everybody, look. I know this is weird, and I know that we had a plan on how to get to hell, but I think we need to move through this other plane of existence 
And then once we're there, we can figure out how to get to hell, but we need to move off of this lamp. And as Cordelia is explaining this, Sasquatches all around you are taking their seats, and there is a there is a, a hum of noise, of, of, of small talk and conversation as Sasquatch is like, hey, how are you doing? Good to see you guys here. Yeah, and as, over the din of that conversation, uh, in, from, in front of you, uh, Alcatraz, he looks back behind you and says, hey, well, look at that. It's my daughter. Hey, <laughs> Dad, do you have a seat? Uh, yeah, I have one right here. You guys want one? Yes. I, I saved you some seats in case you were still alive. <sighs> okay, good. Cordelia, what's this other plane of existence? What are you talking about? I'm just sorry. Uh, did you guys see Miracle um, Michael? No. Did you see the... You didn't see the thing where Miracle Michael... No, I saw his head. office. I saw that he's probably not up to any good. Well, no. no, I mean, look, he's he's just, he's figured out a way for us to move on from this environment, which is really dangerous. Oh, I That's- knew it. I knew you would finally have one of the dreams, man. That was awesome. Because yeah. remember before you wouldn't, you weren't able to pick up on the dream. I guess just from hanging out with me, you're more open to the flow of life, though. Yeah. That could be it. That's I don't, sick, I don't know. man. That's great. Oh, that's so cool. I'm so proud of you, Cornelia. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, no problem. We just had a bit of a, a really intense experience, though, so I'm sorry. I'm a little bit shaky. Oh, yeah, me too. I just had a bowel movement that almost felled me. Don't tell me more. All right. I don't know, I don't know what kind of stuff you're into or not into. I'm total, I'm like, this is like the household that I would have raised you in had I been present was a very like BM open household. It's just nature stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's fine. I just, um, you know. See, look, the more time you spend with me, the more open you become to the flow of life. Already you're having the dreams. Now we're talking poops. Healthy stuff. Well, not the one I just had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, do you know if this is starting soon? I don't know what time it's starting. I just know it's, you know, it's going to be happening before dawn. Yeah. What the fuck? What is, what is this other plane? Magic dreams. What the hell? This, does, this looks so... <laughs> Come on! R- Jabonesby, you think so too? Yeah, big time! Cordelia, I've got a really bad feeling about no, this. No, this is exactly like what your god did. Look, this guy, I'm sorry, I just... What? He... he they're, he's... Okay, so Miracle Michael has spoken to the Sasquatch gods, and he can pull us into the next life. The whole point is going to a different plane of existence. It's just the same as escaping through vacationism. You know... Cordelia, look how escaping through vacationism turned out. We also know for a fact that we have to die in a specific place in order for this whole thing to work. But there's also a lot of movement between planes, probably. Yeah, no, you're right. You guys should listen to your friend, who's my daughter. There's always all sorts of wiggle room on stuff all the time. I got arrested one time, and there was plenty of wiggle room. They just let me go. Cordelia, Cordelia, I know there's a lot going on right now, and I do not know, I do not think I have a, a good handle on everything that's happening right now. All of the Sasquatches have gotten together because you're being hunted. And some guy from out of, from some outsider has shown up and is telling you he's going to take you to a better place. And, and you're just taking that at face value? And what was, what was Virginia trying to warn you against? That's what I don't understand. Well, so Virginia was trying to warn me against the boy, the, the bones be now. Whoa. Albie, uh, Albie looks down at the book that she's clutching. 
you look down at the book that you're holding. It's extremely heavy. You haven't really even taken it in yet. You just sort of took the book and moved. But now that you're looking at it, it's an enormous, very thick, uh, leather-bound book. But the leather is strange and dry, uh, and it seems sewn together in odd ways. And the title of it, which is like, carved into the leather, is The Below Folk. An exhaustively researched field guide to devils, demons, fiends, and all those who bask in the warmth of perdition. Edited by Thomas R.R. Anonymous. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Albie, make a wisdom saving throw. Fifteen. Albie, far away in the back of your head, you hear a whispering of Albie's hand starts to drift towards the latch. Yeah, there's an enormous large metal latch uh, which seals the book shut. But you can see it's uh, it's just barely hanging on because the book itself, it's dog-eared. There's paper clips. uh, There's little tiny post-it notes inside of it. It looks like somebody has been really tearing through this book and just making notes all over the place on it. But still, the latch holds it shut. As your hand gets closer to the latch, an extreme warmth, like a, the warmth of a stovetop, uh, is, you can feel it burning the tips of your fingers. Albie, um, Albie winces and pauses for a moment and strains to hear, see if she can figure out what the voice is saying. And she reaches for it again. As uh, and as you reach for it, uh, the it, it is it is hot as a stovetop, and it, it burns your hand. It burns your hand very badly to even touch the lock. Help me! It's nothing. It's nothing. And she just clutches the book close to her. Albie, as you pull your hand away, you can all hear behind you. Hey, I know you guys. Hey, Luca. My son. My son. I still can't understand him. Up in the cheap seats, you see uh, Flip Cup. He's looking at you guys. He goes, I, I thought I knew you guys! Uh, to anyone, to the rest of the Sasquatches who do not speak uh, bird, all they hear is, Flip Cup, where have you been? Have you seen anything? I haven't seen it! I haven't seen shit! I ain't talking! No, I actually haven't seen anything! But I didn't pick up on this crazy little, this, this dream, this weird guy with white teeth! Yeah, right? Yeah! Okay, good. I'm glad you're here. You can come with us. No, I'm not going with any. I'm not going with you guys. Why not? There's going to be a whole bunch of dead Sasquatches here. I'm going to eat them. Dead? Dead? They're going to die. Come on. Well, we're going to go. knew it. To, we're going to another plane. No, like, we're going to eat that's your fine. body. You guys go to the other planet. I'll stay here and it's, it's feasting time. You said, you said, you said I'm not supposed to kill and eat people anymore, but if they're already dead, this is fair. I'm allowed to do this. I'm playing by the rules that you laid down. That's fine. I guess we won't need these bodies anyway. It doesn't matter. Poor Delia, I don't think that's true. I think we should uh, just focus on the next stage. Flip Cup oh. is just moving down, uh, <laughs> like past. He's just sort of pushing Sasquatch. He's like, oh, come on, man, chill out. Like, and he just sort of settles and like nestles in uh, uh, closer to you guys. It's good to see some of you. Give the uh, pointed look at Stir Fry. What's he saying? Is it that he loves me? Flip Cup. I'm Flip Cup. Do you I've got an offer for you. What was your name? I'm Bello. Bello! Hey. I remember Cordelia. We talk a lot. <laughs> well. We do. Well, I'm not saying we don't talk. I'm just saying I don't remember your name. Oh. Well, I'm Bello. Okay, I'm Flip Cup. Listen up. I've got an exciting offer for you. What? 
Do you want a one-time exception to that rule about not eating a live guy? I can eat a live guy! And at yeah. that, he's just going to lunge at stir-fry no. his mouth up. <laughs> It's a specific guy. It's a specific surprise. What? But he doesn't have any feathers now. No, the one exception is the guy with the white teeth. What? The guy with the everybody has white teeth. No, the guy. Okay, I heard you said it. No, anyone with white teeth. No. All right, brothers, beware. No, I said a one guy rule. The guy from that vision. The guy from the vision. Yeah. I can eat him. Mello, what the fuck are you talking about? I think he's right. Cord, I don't, this, none of this feels right to me. That's, you just didn't hear what he said. He's, no, this is, it's fine. Look, this is we're just. So screwy, come on. Don't eat him. You can eat the carcasses of, that aren't needed. I'm getting After a lot much. of conflicting information here. Why don't we compromise? I'll just eat everyone. <laughs> Bella? I'll eat that guy, I'll eat the Sasquatches, I'll eat... Holy shit, look at this! This is a... There's an old Cordelia right here! I'm looking at a Cordelia, what happened to you? Me? Yes! You think I'm old? You're old! Well, not you, the other one that's looking at me! Oh, my dad? Yeah! <laughs> that's your dad? It's my dad, we're both 35. Oh! Well, that works for me! <laughs> Weird. Be- Bello's gonna create 10 gallons of water over Cordelia's head and he's gonna drop it on her. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself. Bella, what the fuck are you doing? She pushes him back. Hey, hey, Cordelia, any time a bunch of people would gather like this at school, it was always weird. Like, it was never a good sign when suddenly all the students from, like, one house all started milling towards, like, an amphitheater. Don't you remember? It was always something weird. Like, like an acapella yeah. show. And at acapella show... <laughs> Loud, raucous organ music breaks the silence. You hear there's clapping, and you hear stomping from all of the Sasquatches. They're just clapping and stomping along to the beat of the organ music. Yeah. Up on the stage in front of you, you see an enormous, large, stretch, limousine-sized Sasquatch foot wheel out on stage. It is attached to large stone wheels, and inside of it, hollowed out, through looking at you through a hollowed out windshield, you can see Miracle Michael in a completely white suit waving to all of you from the inside of this makeshift vehicle, this hollowed out Sasquatch foot. You can see under the foot as his feet propel the car, the little car forward, but it moves forward on stone wheels. He pretends to steer the car, and he waves at all of you. Finally, he makes a big show of parking the car and then getting out and clapping and clapping. He pretends to fall over, but then he catches himself at the last second, goes into Christ pose, and he rises back up as the Sasquatches cheer and cheer and cheer. He touches the large Sasquatch foot and you can see that just this religious power just surges through him and surges through him, and he calls and he says, Sasquatches! Sasquatches, welcome! Welcome to the end game, the end of times! It's me, me! Miracle Michael, you might remember me from a few minutes ago when I visited you all in that incredible vision that I sent into your tiny little brains. Oh, I mean big brains. You know what I mean when I say it. Miracle Michael is very excited, and he might be saying some things that'll be hurting some feelings, but I know y'all so brave. Y'all gonna be able to stand up to the strange words of Miracle Michael. Let me hear you say, I am brave. I am brave. Guys! Let me hear you say, I am ready. I am ready. Let me hear you say, the next world awaits. The The next next world world awaits. awaits. No. At that, Miracle Michael, he says, there is an unbeliever in the crowd. Show yourself unbeliever. 
Kelby stands up. Bello stands up too. Uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, lights, strange lights. They seem to the headlights of this uh, of the of this Sasquatch foot. Two of the toes are illuminated like headlights. He wheels the car, this Sasquatch foot car, around, and the headlights hit. One headlight hits Bello. One headlight hits Albie. And he says, "Ooh, are those the who don't believe in the next life?" Albie. Bello. Now, Sasquatches of the audience, I must admit to you, I have met these two non-believers before. They actually came backstage after last night, after I preached and talked to all of you, and they said they don't believe what I'm doing. They said they don't believe what you people believe. They said you're all a bunch of fools for trusting Miracle Michael. We didn't say that. Yes, you did. I remember it clearly. I'm sure y'all are given to saying all sorts of strange and terrible things, so it doesn't make much of an impression on you. But for me, Miracle Michael, I spend all my time hanging out with the Sasquatches, they're honest folks, so I know a lie when I hear it. It's so unusual to my beautiful ears, my beautiful semi-pointed half-elf ears. And these two, they are non-believers. I ask you all Sasquatches to curse them now. Shun them from our beautiful tight-knit community. If you will shun them, say shun with me on three. One, two, three. I'll be clearer with the instructions. On three, say the word shun. One, two. Wait, Miracle Michael. Whoa, we got a sec- another Sasquatch who's got a question for Miracle Michael. Miracle Michael is an open book and is happy to answer any questions that you want for him. Don't shoot those questions forward at me like a crossbow and hit the target of my brain. They just didn't, they don't, they haven't seen the way yet. It's okay. They're- it's right. And a Sasquatch shall forgive them all like Jesus Christ who chronically lives in this world along with all of us. Yes, the power of redemption. You are right. Yeah. It's not beyond hope for these two. We could get them. They could come. They could come to the next world with us. They're welcome, aren't they? Good. Yes. We just need to make sure that everybody can come. Everybody can come. Everybody's welcome on the next life. Are you going? Of course I'm going. I will be the final one to take that step uh, into yeah, the next I world. Yeah, I fucking thought so. I, you guys, you're all, all of you are being tricked. Listen now to these glib city liberals who are telling us that they're better than us, that they're smarter than us, that they've figured out some sort of pattern that the rest of us can't see. I'm You grew up in the woods, but your words are as urban as they come. I may be from the suburbs, but my heart and soul is in this rural, rustic community. And thus I am a higher class of person than this one. And he points to Albie. He says, say it with me, Sasquatches. Say that you're just as good as anybody else. Look at this person who thinks she's better than you. I don't. I don't think I'm better than you. Every Sasquatch stands and they all, uh, and he puts his hand on uh, on the foot, and as he does, the Sasquatches all at the exact same time, they turn and they look at you and they speak with Miracle Michael's voice as they say, Leave this place, non-believer! Um, Albie, uh, Albie, uh, Albie drops the book. Uh-huh. And she takes her rapier. As you drop the book, you hear the sound of hissing snakes. <clears throat> Albie's throat is dry. She reaches for her rapier, and she uses the tip of the rapier to try and work the latch of the book. Look at her now! She draws her steel! Oh, look at that! She's, she wants to engage in combat with the Sasquatches! Sasquatches tell her that's not how it's gonna go down! And he touches the, the, the large foot again, and all of the Sasquatches repeat with Miracle Michael's voice, That's not how it's gonna go down! It even comes out of Cordelia's mouth. 
It, uh, you see as uh, Alcatraz turns and looks at you, and uh, with the stranger's eyes, he says, That's not how it's going to go down! But Miracle Michael, what about me? And Bellow's going to rush the stage. Oh, yeah, and Bellow, as you rush the stage, look at this! This non-believer rushes the stage, and a child shall lead them. I want to believe. Tell me more. Of course you do! Of course you want to believe! Look at this! Bellow is climbing on the stage. Look at this! He's so moved by the spirit! I think we have a volunteer to be the first person... The first person to cross the threshold into that great, big, beautiful beyond. Albie is frantically trying to get the latch of this book open. <laughs> Albie, make an arcana roll with disadvantage. You're not paying attention. To, okay, you're you're okay. still, your eyes are on Miracle Michael. Make an arcana roll with disadvantage. Eleven. Eleven, not going to do it. Um, so you're fiddling at the lock of this book. And you can even feel the hilt of the rapier getting hot. The the heat is just like, it's conducting all the way through your rapier. And it, it's, again, it hurts your hand. She drops the rapier and tries to wedge her skeletal hand into the latch. You wedge your skeletal hand into the latch and you feel it's something connects, not quite, but you, none of the heat is flowing through uh, your, your skeletal hand. Uh, but something seems to be in there. It's almost as if you have the, lo- the wrong key for a lock. The key is moving in, but it's just not quite connecting in the way that you want it to. Meanwhile, Miracle Michael, he is uh, he's shouting, uh, he's like, Sasquatches of all shapes! Size, colors, and creeds. We have our first volunteer. Look at that. It's a beautiful, I must say, beautiful blue tiefling who wants to be the first person to cross over into that great big beyond. These are the woods beyond the woods, but this is the world beyond the world that awaits us now. It's an exciting world, Miracle Michael. Can you tell me more about these Sasquatch gods that you've met? Of course I can. They're enormous furry creatures, as shy as the day is long. In summertime, I of course do not describe a wintertime day. Those are notoriously short. I mean the long, stretched out days of the dog days of summer. That's how shy these Sasquatches are. And it's why they will only speak to me, Miracle Michael. I alone have a special connection to these Sasquatch gods. And they've said to me, They've said, Miracle Michael, you've been doing such a good job of praying. You've been doing such a beautiful job. You made us so happy up there that we want all those Sasquatches to come and join us now. Wow, it sounds so wonderful, Miracle Michael. I would love to join you. But one thing I always like to do is know somebody's name. Can you tell me the name of these Sasquatch gods? Uh, even to me, the names of these Sasquatch gods are hidden. For you see, there is power in names. And these Sasquatch gods, so shy, so retiring, they don't want to share that power with anyone. And who can blame them? Oh, these Sasquatches out here are getting hunted down. Why, it's as sad as a winter day is short. Which is very short, I, I said earlier. Yeah, so it's very, it is, the sadness is big. The winter day is short. <laughs> And the two have an inverse relationship. Now, but tell me this, Miracle Michael, is Pumpkin going to come? Pumpkin? Yes. What do you? Oh, what do you mean? What a pump? Well, there's all sorts of pumpkins. Well, those are yes, of course, pumpkin, the the the, the autumnal gourd food. Yes, no, we all know pumpkins. Sure, of course, there will be pumpkins in this world beyond the world. No, 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 I don't. Look at this hungry boy. No, He's I, so I, thinking with his stomach, he is. Don't worry, we got bibs and forks and knives for you in this world beyond the world. You'll never go hungry again. And at that miracle, he, Michael, I am. I am so sorry. I am so sorry for any confusion. You are. You forgiven. are so focused on what's coming that you you are distracted by gourds. But no, I don't speak of those kinds of pumpkins. I speak of pumpkins that, that uh, you know, you, you keep imprisoned in that box in your dressing room. Ooh, no, no, oh, look at that. He's so moved by the religious fervor that he's making up all sorts of strange lies, strange, bizarre, surrealist lies. I must admit there is a certain beauty to them. But, ah, no, I will not let them tempt me. And at that, he touches the hand, he touches his hand, 
to this enormous Sasquatch foot car, and he says, Sasquatch foot car, Sasquatch foot car, lend me your power, lend me your power. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the foot of the first Sasquatch. I won it in a competitive game of chess watching. I did the best <laughs> job watching chess. This, this foot was given to me. The person who had it before me did not know the power that they had, and they gave it to me freely, but I knew. I knew this was the conduit to those Sasquatch gods. Sasquatch gods, I call on you now. Use your power. Use your powers to open the door in between worlds. And at that, the air behind Miracle Michael is slashed and torn open. It is as if an enormous, invisible Sasquatch, 20 stories tall, is just tearing at the fabric of reality and is revealing through the veil what is behind reality. Cordelia, you see a beautiful forest. Larger more spacious, more verdant than you have ever before seen in your life. It is as if the, the entire rest of your life has been in black and white and you are seeing now in color for the first time. These beautiful pops of green. Somebody has turned the saturation on reality far past what the, your eyes should be capable of perceiving. And you see enormous leaves leaves miles wide. You see tree branches that stretch up past the past the planets in space, past all, all of the sky, past all of the atmosphere. You see an enormous, beautiful, pristine, untouched wood. Miracle Michael says, Sasquatches, there it is. There it is. We are witnessing something very special today. This is the world beyond the world. These are the woods beyond the woods. And I shall lead you now into these woods. What do you say, young, beautiful, hungry fellow with the strange imagination? Will you be the voice to join us? Albie, it's beautiful. Albie looks at Cordelia, and she turns and she looks at Bello on the stage. Everyone else who is not Cordelia or Alcatraz, this is what you see. You see as an enormous barn door-style door opens up behind Miracle Michael. You don't see the same thing as Cordelia. You see a sheer drop, hundreds of feet down. Albie sees the drop behind Bello. She reaches into her pouch. She grabs the salt that she stole from Joshi's cart, and she drives the glass into the latch on the book. The glass shatters and the salt spills out onto the book. And as it does, the, the leather of the book, it screams out. The, uh, the seams of it open up and you see teeth uh, and a, a tongue just screaming out. It's like, ah! As it burns away uh, the, the leather bind binding of the book, uh, the hatch uh, opens up and uh, all of the heat of the lock just completely dissipates. And the book flies open and uh, pages out of your control as, as if a, a, a vast fan is just blowing the pages back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, and you hear the... She... Albie... Albie's hand juts out and points to a single page. Albie, your hand stops the page. It's a completely blank page. And a voice echoes out from inside of the book. The unelected chorus. Text fills the page in a language you could never hope to read or understand or even glimpse if comprehended. The text swirls around in a large whirlpool, cursed, blood-red ink, and a 12-headed beast 
made of sharpened steel and bleeding memories emerges from the whirlpool of the text, encircled by sentient flames that stink of sewage. Each head of the beast is a grotesquely exaggerated political cartoon illustration of reviled senators from the dark ages of the Cordelian Empire. Each head belches molten guilt, which hardens instantly. The world's newest rocks. The creature fixes all 24 of its eyes on you and speaks to you. I will mate with the earth so that I may father a new night sky. My seed shall serve as the stars in the heaven. When I tire of siring, the emperor's skin shall serve as my condom. And it flies up into the sky. The book slams shut. LV kicks it away from her. Uh, the book shrieks and hisses as you kick it away. Um, uh, uh, she's, uh, she's, she's, she's in shock. She's, um, she, 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 she she swats at it with her, with her sword. She just wants, she wants to undo what she just did. She just thought that Virginia wanted them to have this book and that it might have the answers to fix whatever was going on. She didn't mean to do, she didn't mean to do this. Abby! I see you summoned a creature out of a magic book. Where did you get a magic book? Don't touch it! Don't touch it! Uh, Freddy's, he's walking over, he's hobbling over to it. Albie runs to intercept it. And as you do, you hear Miracle Michael call out from on stage. Sasquatches, you see now? This non-believer think is she better than all of us? She's talking down to all of you, and look at that, she's releasing demons! She's releasing demons here in this holy place! If that doesn't prove the truth of what I said earlier, then nothing in this world does. Sasquatches... I now open the gates to you. Come on forward. Come on down. No. Watches. And at that, he begins clapping and clapping a beat as the organ music kicks up into high gear. Every Sasquatch in the amphitheater stands and begins walking single file towards the rift in space. Bellow is going to turn to Miracle Michael and he, he can't think of anything else to do. He turns to him and he points at him and he yells, Pretender! And he casts Hellish Rebuke. Hell yeah, what is that? And from his hand, a bursting jet of hellfire springs forth and engulfs Miracle Michael. Uh, the fire encircles him and it engulfs him and it, it passes across him. And you see his all of his white hair has been burnt off. He's completely uh, bald now. Uh, his white teeth have been charred uh, and uh, some of his skin has, has burned. And he, his darkened glasses have been shattered by that. And he looks around and he says, Sasquatches! See now, these enemies, we have enemies all around us. Look now as they attack us, Sasquatches. These people, they are trying to stop you from going to the next world. Stop them now. Sasquatch is toying on them. He puts his hand on the large Sasquatch foot and bellow. Uh, there is a single file line of Sasquatches heading towards uh, this enormous cliff. The first four of them are lost. They just continue to walk forward. They walk forward in a daze and they fall forward hundreds of feet down into a pit below. But the four after them all turn at once as if they are being controlled by some other force and they start walking towards you slowly, slowly, step by step. And they are walking towards you. The rest of the Sasquatches continue moving forward in a single file line. Cordelia, your feet are just moving uh, in front of you. Uh, your father Alcatraz is right in front of you, and he, he looks. He turns back. He says, "This is fun. 
I know. It feels nice. It feels like we know where we're supposed to go. It's nice to finally just, like, have a little bit of direction, you know? Somebody knows what we're supposed to be doing, and it's nice that I didn't have to be me. It's a shame about your friend, though. And he points toward forward at uh, at Bello, who is now uh, encircled by four different Sasquatches who are all just lumbering forward at him with their hands outstretched. Uh, Cordelia has um, is sort of like shaking her head and blinking against her glassy eyes because something feels wrong about the fact that Bello is being attacked. Mm-hmm. Can you make a wisdom saving throw for me? I'd love to. Three. Um, you look forward at Bello, and it's like you're looking at it like a memory of Bello. Like you see, you look at him, and it's just, it's clear Bello is just doing something wrong. Mm, I really liked that guy. And continue marching forward and marching forward and marching forward. You're getting, uh, you're moving down the aisle now up towards the stage. And with every step that you take, a Sasquatch up ahead of you just steps forward. And what you see is a Sasquatch stepping forward, outstretching their arms, and just floating up into the woods, the world beyond the world. Bello, Bello is, is, is watching the Sasquatches approach him. He's also watching the Sasquatches fall off this cliff, mm-hmm. and he's panicking, but he, he, thinks of, he, he thinks of something else he can do, and he's going to cast Thaumaturgy, sure. which causes his voice to boom three times as loud. And he says, Wait! Yeah, you are very loud as you do that. And the um, Miracle Michael looks at you. He again touches the foot. He says, Sasquatches, pay no heed to that horrible, wretched man. The four of him will make sure it work of him. And then the rest of us will join our voices in a beautiful chorus in this world beyond the worlds. I am the avatar of the Sasquatch guns. Listen to him now as he mocks us. He mocks us. He makes us sound like horrible, misinformed rubes, this terrible man. We will sh- we share our names with you freely. My name is Carl. Uh, this is like, this is not working on these Sasquatches. Okay. They are just continuing to march forward. And uh, the four that are encircling you, uh, they are just, they're moving forward towards you. And one of them moves to just to pick you up gently and carry you under their arm. They're trying to pick you up mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. The moment Stirfry saw the first Sasquatches fall to their death, he knows he has to fulfill his promise and stop anyone from hurting any more Sasquatches. He rushes down the amphitheater to, find, to try to find an open spot to assassinate Miracle Mike. He takes out his crossbow, focuses his eyes. He, he sees, he feels Sasquatches moving by slowly. He tries to uh, move back. And, this is the wrong spot. There's too many Sasquatches here. He moves to a different spot. There, perfect. He focuses the crossbow straight on the Miracle Mike. And pulls. You pull the trigger and you fire your crossbow at Miracle Michael, grazing the side of his face. You do not hit him, but he does notice as a crossbow bolt uh, flies past him. He looks around wildly and then he points at you and he says, and he t- again, he touches this uh, this enormous foot. He says, Sasquatches! Sasquatches, listen! We have enemies at every corner. They're trying to stop you from ascending to the next plane. They don't want you to come. Perhaps these, these are the Sasquatch hunters that have been giving y'all such trouble. Do me a favor and take them all out for me, why don't you? Anyone you see here who is not a Sasquatch or Miracle Michael is as good as dead. They are an enemy to us all. And the Sasquatches near you, Stir Fry, they turn and they look at you and they begin heading towards you at that same speed. At that moment, Stir Fry mimics the very words he just said, stop. You mimic his voice perfectly. And uh, from out of your mouth comes uh, Miracle Michael saying, stop! 
but nothing happens. They don't stop. They continue moving forward. Once again, Miracle Michael touches the foot and says, listen now, as he mocks my voice. They mock your voices. They mock my voice. These are con men of the lowest order. They are using your own voices, my own voice against you. Listen to me and only me. And he digs his hand into one of the toes of the foot and he just shakes. He says, listen to me and only me, Sasquatches. We are ascending to the next plane. If you die on the way, you will be rewarded in the next royal. Don't you worry. Albie looks at... Albie looks at Debonesby in, the, in, the, in his eyes. It's the foot! It's the foot! Stir-fry! It's the foot! Don't let him touch it! Stir-fry sees only Sasquatches moving his way. He points his... He instinctually points his crossbow at them, and then he can't. He can't hurt these Sasquatches. He puts it down, and then begins to run through. Miracle Michael heard Albie and he says, Sasquatches, they don't want us touching the foot. They don't want me to win. They don't want y'all to to see me touch this foot. Stop them. Form a human shield to protect me, Miracle Michael. If you die, you die. That's just the price that I'm willing to pay, Sasquatches. Let's go. Cordelia also heard Albie screaming. Cordelia, make a wisdom roll with advantage. Okay. Okay, 14. 14? You hear Albie, and you hear, you really hear what Albie was saying there, and it makes sense. Cordelia takes a full stop. She shudders. Uh, she shakes her head and um, double blinks her eyes. She looks around and realizes what's happening in front of her, which is her friends are being surrounded by Sasquatches. And she grabs her, grabs her dad. Yeah, and Alcatraz looks at you and says, Hey, Cordelia, what are you doing, man? We're going about to ascend to the next plane of reality. Isn't it fun? It's a bummer about your friends that they're p- pulling them terrorists of some sort. <laughs> um, no, they're not. They uh, are, Cordelia, they are. They don't want us to win. Wait, just wait. Don't go in yet. They hate to see Sasquatch is succeeding. It's a bummer, but that's just the way it is. But it's not them. No, they know this guy. Not ma- them. This guy makes a lot of sense, Cornelia. This makes a lot of sense. Dad, trust me. Everyone who's not a Sasquatch in this immediate area is as good as dead. If we die, that's okay. He said so. I just give me. Give me a break, Cordelia. You've been a bummer this whole time. Ugh. You show up. You guys are stressing me out. You know, all these questions. You guys are so horny. You're trying to stop me from going to heaven. Come on. You got to admit that that's wrong. These are my, this, my beliefs are my rights. This is my lived experience and you're trailing all over it, man. Flip cup. Uh, yeah, you hear flip cup shout. What? Can you grab my dad and put him in a tree? I can try! And uh, Flip Cup's going to fly over uh, towards Alcatraz, and Alcatraz is going to start, like, hitting at him. Like, Get out of here, man! This is a bummer! Don't do that! Okay, she's going to leave him to it and turn, um, and she sort of goes back to try to follow Albie's voice because she's still sort of in a trance. Yeah, come on, come on, come with me, come with me! No, yeah, no, yeah I don't understand what you're saying, but give me a, leave me alone, you fucking freak of nature! Cordelia's still shaking off the trance, um, turns to follow Albie's voice, stuttering. Don't let him touch the foot! There's something... He's controlling them! Albie, take my hand. Albie takes DeBonesby's hand. And you both vanish in a big fart and reappear next to the foot. <gasps> uh, where is, uh, where is, um, Miracle Michael? You're completely disoriented. Miracle Michael is directly next to you. If you're next to the foot, you're next to Miracle Michael. He's touching the foot and he looks at you and he says, Look at this now! Albie grabs his hand! This Miracle Michael's hand? Yeah. 
Yeah, you grab his hand and he's holding his hand. He says, look at this now. They're trying to stop me from touching the foot. They're trying to stop me from touching the foot with me. They're trying to stop you from going to heaven. She's going to try to wrestle him to the ground. Yeah, make a grapple roll. 16. Oh, baby, I got a crit fail. Oh! <laughs> uh, with no effort, you tackle Miracle Michael to the ground. This guy has never considered what a gym would be a day in his <laughs> life. Um, his body is significantly older. The second you touch it, it's like, oh, way older than he was presenting himself as. He just, like, his bone, you just hear something inside of him break as he goes, oh, no, they're trying to break my little bones. Um, Albie, uh, Albie's putting her full weight on top of him. She reaches her hand behind to touch the foot. Oh, your knee is somehow inside of me! And, uh, your hand is now on the foot, and you feel this, uh, this clean, pure religious energy just flowing through your body now. Sasquatches! Please hear my call! You have been fooled by the devil himself! Do not go over the edge to your doom! I beg of you! And add that every Sasquatch in the area, they turn and they look at you, and uh, the, the, the haze, the, the fog that was over their eyes, it's replaced with a new fog that seems, uh, uh, it seems kind to you. It's, 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 a, it's a fog in the key of Albi, and they look at you, and one of the Sasquatches, as it walks over and crosses the threshold, looks at you and says, You gotta be kidding me! As it falls off over the cliff. <laughs> the Sasquatch in front stops and like wipes the sweat off of its brow and goes, Watch your eyes are closing. Cordelia looks up at Albie on the stage because she, um, for a long time, has had a uh, foggy Albie vision. And she's like, Oh, thank God! Um, get him, Albie! Hello, Cordelia! <laughs> and as that, you see the light catches, the moonlight catches Albie. And as Albie says that, the morning dawn hits her. And the, the dew, the, the ambient dew that was just forming all of around all around you, the lights, they catch her. And it's like she's lit beautifully. And you see Albie's hair blowing in the wind as she says that to you. Uh, um, Albie is, uh, Albie's disturbed by the power this thing has. She... She looks at all of the, um, she looks at all the Sasquatches and she thinks and she says, Sasquatches, help me push this foot over the ledge. The Sasquatches all now, they okay. and all of the Sasquatches in that same single file line, they just sort of snake around and they encircle this foot. And one at a time, they put a hand on the foot to lift it up. And as they do, the energy of this foot moves through their hands. And it, you see the hair on, on their arms and the backs of their necks as it just stands up. And it's like they're receiving communion. It's like they're being baptized in front of you as they're, they're, they're all hit with the cleansing waves of the energy of this first Sasquatch foot. It moves through them. All, it's all, the smell, the ambient smell in this amphitheater just gets better and better and better. You can smell shampoo moving through the air, the, the, the floral citrus scents of, uh, of, a, of a clean clean hair. It feels good to take. You know that feeling when you took a shower and you're like, I don't have any mental illness anymore. <laughs> that feeling just moves through the amphitheater and it, it purifies and it cleanses all of these Sasquatches. They begin lifting the foot and they're walking slowly forward. One step, two steps, three steps. And Cordelia's among them and she, like a fellow pallbearer of the thing that would have controlled them, um, has her hands on the on the foot and 
she feels pure and the closest that she can think of is the moment that she had dropped within Albie's body into her um, quiet consciousness and it feels wonderful and it smells like eucalyptus. Incredible. And you all walk forward and as you do, with every step, you see this beautiful, this world beyond worlds as it disappears and it fades out of existence. And it's some, there's something bittersweet about saying goodbye to it. It's gone. You, you can tell with every step you are all making the conscious decision to move forward and get rid of this world and live in reality with everybody else. And then it's gone. You push the foot over, over the cliff. You look down as it falls and falls and falls, and it catches the morning light as it falls hundreds of feet down onto the ground. <sighs> Albie sighs relief, and she's still bearing down on Miracle Michael. Yeah, and the, every the, with as you bear down on Miracle Michael, you hear, Oh, it's just rearrange And as Albie is bearing down on Miracle Mike, she suddenly feels a presence right next to her. It's stir fry. Stirfry looks up at her, looks out at Miracle, Miracle Mike. He then takes out his knife and presents it to Albie. Do it. Sure you don't want to? She takes the knife. She puts her hand around Stirfry's hand. You can also not do it. I'm just a simple sinner. A simple sinner confused by the foot which spoke to him in strange tongues. They hold eye contact and raise. And plunge. It was all Pumpkin's idea! Oh, suddenly he remembers who Pumpkin is. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, (laughs) You smell the sharp tang of sulfuric eggs. The Bonesby has left the stage. He's back by the book. Hello, pretty little thing, you. Uh, the book, you hear the book calling out a whisper. Oh, you know the old words. Yes. Show them to Freddy. Uh, 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 a million tongues just, just move out from the inside of the pages and they, they just lick the edges of the book. They, they're trying to tantalize you. Yeah, Freddy licks his lips right back. Come to me. And, and, uh, and, and Freddy touches the book to give it a... Oh, to open the book as one opens a lover. <laughs> Ladies, he's mine. <laughs> yeah, Frederick, this book does not burn. It feels good in your hands. This is the feeling. It is like you are petting a childhood pet that you haven't seen in 20 years. Uh, something something important and old and good. It, it, it's... it's, it's the weight of the book, it feels perfectly weighted for you. This book, this is your book. This was always your book. It was calling out to you this entire time. It feels good in your hands. Mm. It's like petting a family pet you haven't seen in three decades. Oh, old friend. You and I will show Worcester what <laughs> Back on stage, Cordelia comes over to the recently um, deceased corpse of Miracle Michael. She looks at Stir Fry, uh, Albie, and Bello. And then she grabs coins out of her pouch and um, bends down over Miracle Michael's body and then puts them down and spits on his face. Payful price. Oh! <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Really? You want to leave? Yeah. We have places to go. 
what's going on with DeBonesby? What's what's this thing in him? It's a void. It's something from hell. It hitched a ride on me, and when our bodies swapped, it's in him. It's in him? Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't let him touch the book! And Albie turns to look. Freddy's holding the <laughs> holding the book in one arm, and he waves back. Hi, good job! Ah, quite the rude tale indeed. That was Carly Minardo as Albie, Ali Fisher as Cordelia, Joe Lepore as Bello, Tim Platt as Stir Fry, Christopher Hastings as Frederick de Bensby, and Branson Reese as Everyone and Everything. Else. Rude Tales of Magic is edited by Casey Tony and produced and designed by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse. None of which would be possible without the zeal and financial support of our patrons, especially our dark and beneficent masters, Sidney and Benjamin Paul, and of course, Tyler Button. And see you next time, weary traveler, when you most desire even more. Rude tales of magic. That was a HeadGum Podcast.